0: done so well where like i was thinking that it was actually a real
1: tiny desk coming out a real npr thing coming out What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip-Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, Dub. All right, it's Thursday, and 50 Cent, J. Cole, Travis Scott, and more are all supporting a petition to ban rap lyrics from being used in criminal cases. Also, the track list for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack has been revealed, and future e 40 Burna boy and more will all be up there and Drake and 21 Savage are having a grand old time trolling fans ahead of the release of their new album. So we'll get into all of that but first Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, hit that follow button or that subscribe button. We definitely thank you. Now let's get to it. All right, so let's get started with this petition to ban rap music from being used in the courtroom or the lyrics to rap music from being used in criminal cases. This is something a lot of artists have been pushing for as of lately, especially with all these Rico cases going on and everybody getting locked up and lyrics being used against them in court, used as confessions in some cases. And recently there's been a new petition going around and there's a lot of names that have been signing and supporting this.
0: Right. So the Guardian first reported that a letter has been circulating titled Art on Trial Protect Black Art. And it does include some signatures for some big name artists such as 50 Cent, J. Cole, Travis Scott, and others like Post Malone, Alicia Keys, Megan Thee Stallion, and there's many more. And also alongside those signatures are the three major record labels, Warner, Sony, and Universal, and also companies like Spotify, TikTok, and YouTube Music that are supporting this new petition. Yes.
1: Yeah, so- and the letter itself was actually written by Warner, and they published it on Thursday, along with the New York Times and the Atlanta Journal Constitution. And the contents of the letter basically call for prosecutors to stop using these lyrics as evidence in trials, and they want legislators at the state and federal level to limit how much of that work can actually be used against defendants. Because as we know, just because somebody raps something in a song doesn't necessarily mean they did it in real life. They could be telling a friend's story. They could be just rapping about what they've seen growing up, their experiences. It doesn't necessarily mean that a crime was committed or whatever crime that they're being accused of was committed because they speak a certain way in their lyrics. And that was a lot of what was highlighted in that letter. And there was a portion of it where they said, In courtrooms across America, the trend of prosecutors using artists' creative expression against them is happening with troubling frequency. Rappers are storytellers creating entire worlds populated with complex characters who can play both hero and villain. I said, come on, writing. Y'all better get poetic in this petition. Uh, Also, they said, but more than any other art form, rap lyrics are essentially being used as confessions in an attempt to criminalize black creativity and artistry. I thought that was an important line as well. And they said that the use of lyrics against artists in this way is un-American and simply wrong. So, yeah, they're not having it, man. A lot of people signed this petition. You even had 2 chains up there, John Legend, Killer Mike, Mary J. Blige, and more. And then we remember the other situation that we reported on where Jay-Z and Meek Mill and a lot of other people were working on it, specifically in New York, to ban the use of rap lyrics in the courtroom. So... This movement is picking up steam and it's going it's going to have to be addressed. Like no one's going to shut up about this. People are going to keep fighting for this. And I like the fact that the artists are all getting on board, whether or not they rap. That's what I like about this, too. Like you see singers in that petition. You see uh, just all types of artists. And I'm, I'm glad that they're, you know, fighting for their creative expression.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to see it, too. Um, We've talked about this a lot on the podcast and it's always been a thing of like anybody, any of these artists who get in trouble or go to court. They always try to bring up rap lyrics. Um, I think the most popular one is the whole Bobby Shmurda case when he dropped Hot Boy and things like that and was used against him. And even more others, especially things going on with Gunna and Young Thug. And it's like, yeah, like you, how can you just go by off a lyric? to think it's true that they did it they could be storytelling um talking about somebody else so it is kind of like a flawed thing that the courtrooms use so hopefully this petition and everybody getting on board and the music companies and the music platforms can actually make um a change where rap lyrics cannot be used in any cases going forward because that's what gets i think a lot of artists messed up and for some reason it works because they think since he said it then he did it which is not always true
1: Right. And that's the thing. Like, uh, yeah, in some cases that is actually what happened. Like people are, you know, uninformed enough or naive enough to actually get on a song and say what they do. And obviously you shouldn't be doing it or telling people that you're doing it and drawing your own attention to yourself. But for everybody else, like that's that that's a slippery slope. If you say, okay, well, if you said it or put it in your art, then that means you might really be doing it like. That can, you can apply that to TV, you can apply that to movies, you can apply that to other genres of music. You can like really just go down a slippery slope of that. So I think that's a lot of why people are fighting for this right now. So we'll see what happens. A lot of people support this petition, so let's see if this picks up steam and changes things legally. All right, well, off of that, now let's talk about Future, E-40, and a lot more other artists on this new soundtrack for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I'm definitely like very excited to see this movie, but I'm also as equally excited to hear this soundtrack. It's going to include 19 tracks. Of course, the Rihanna track that we already heard, Lift Me Up. And then you got other people up there like a Boy, Fireboy DML, Stormzy. Really excited to hear the Stormzy track. Snow the Product, Young Stunner, and more.
0: Yeah, of course, the Wakanda Forever director Ryan Coogler and composer Ludwig Gorenson teamed up to curate the soundtrack um which um, I think Lu- Ludwig did ugh, Ludwig and Ryan did for the first one which was a lot more with um, Kendrick Lamar and things like that so it's the same people for this one as well and it's going to be released via Rock Nation Def Jam and Hollywood Records and according to the press release they said recording sessions were held across the globe as they set up shop in Lagos Mexico City and Abbey Road Studios in London so it's a little bit of everything on this soundtrack
1: yeah and they recorded the song with Tim's I heard in Lagos that's actually what they went to Lagos for specifically to record that track with Tim's the Bob Marley no woman no cry cover so that was amazing to hear that little anecdote about it and then just knowing like they have people from all of these various different countries on the project various different genres you got people from the UK various countries and on the continent of Africa and just everybody coming together for the Black Panther soundtrack so very very exciting stuff Love the fact that they have Rima on there as well, who's killing it, killing it right now. Like just so many different people now. I'm excited to hear from on this soundtrack. So yeah, the soundtrack is out tomorrow. Movie is out on the 11th. I will be tapped in and tuned in. For sure, same here. All right, lastly, let's talk about Drake and 21 Savage. Speaking of things that come out tomorrow, tomorrow their album Her Loss comes out and they have been trolling us <laughs> through this whole rollout. At this point, I'm convinced the COVID-19 thing was a troll, too, because they've been trolling us over these past few days.
0: Yeah, what they're doing now is basically trolling us, acting like they're on these famous publications or famous interviews that a lot of people like, um, such as a Howard Stern interview and most recently the NPR Tiny Desk situation, which, you know, a lot of people love the Tiny Desk um, to see their favorite performers, you know, perform with a band in a small, close setting And I think they did a Vogue cover, which was also not a real Vogue cover. It was like a special merch type of thing. And it's done so well where, like, I was thinking that it was actually a real tiny desk coming out, a real NPR thing coming out because he even posted a clip and said thank you to NPR Tiny Desk for having a gang 21 Savage let's go crazy but yeah after that clip started going around the Tiny Desk founder Bob Boylan actually came out and said you know Drake let's make this real um, NPR Music tweeted uh, let's make it real though and things like that so the troll is really big right now with Drake and 21 Savage so yeah the COVID thing may have been a little hoax too um as to why they didn't get it finished last week
1: (laughs) yeah and it's crazy because like until the NPR tiny desk thing came out I actually didn't even know that the Vogue magazine thing was fake too because i'm like oh, okay that makes sense drake and 20 was savage on the cover of vogue they're trying to promote their album vogue probably would love to have them on the cover i thought that was real <laughs> until <laughs> i saw like the inside where it was like savage and co on the tiffany and co rings and everything like that with beyonce and all of these other edits within the magazine i'm like oh this is definitely not actually Vogue magazine like they're not doing all that I'm sure they would have Drake on the cover and 21 to you know if that's what it took to get Drake I guess I'm sure that they would have that but as far as throughout the entire magazine like changing everything with other other advertisers and brands and everything that they had in the magazine I'm like oh yeah no they're definitely not doing that so that's when I was like okay And then with the NPR Tiny Desk, I saw it and I said, that's an interesting choice for them to promote their album on by doing a Tiny Desk. Like, I I didn't even understand that move business wise from an artist as big as Drake. Like, even though huge artists have done Tiny Desk before. So, I mean, I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I want to see it. I'm going to watch it. But I just didn't understand it. I'm like. He didn't do his own concert or he didn't like partner up with Apple or Amazon or Tidal. Like he didn't partner with one of them. I was just confused by that. So once I found out like, oh, this is all promotional, I was like, now it's fun. It's fun. Like Drake always finds a creative way to promote the album or promote the project. So, yeah, this has got people talking, especially the Howard Stern interview, the fake Howard Stern interview where he uh, where they're talking about which porn categories that they like. I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all are really maximum trolling right now.
0: Yeah. Also some other clip from the Howard, well, the fake Howard Stern interview where they're like saying how Twenty One Savage pulls out the Charlotte Webb book and reads it in the strip club or reads it wherever and I'm like what is going on here and that's when I was like had to do some digging I'm like okay all this is just fake promo and things like that so um they definitely got me so I bet they got a lot of others too
1: hopefully they do some real promo after this too though like can y'all go do an interview <laughs> like go to the breakfast club or something go to Elliot and b die. like go to somebody we, we want to hear from y'all it's been a couple of years since we heard from Drake um we do hear get to hear from 21 Savage from time to time but all right the fake promo was cute and fun got everybody talking now do some real promo after the fact even though we know you don't need to
0: right just give us a little something just
1: a little bit (laughs) but that's where we're gonna cap it off at today that concludes today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms and make sure you subscribe to the hip-hop dx youtube channel as well which is hip-hop dx
0: and be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Pop Yep,
1: you can follow us on all socials as well. I am at Asia Sky on everything. That's A S H I A. Asia S K Y E. Sky. And I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.